Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Nathan Crankfield, the host and founder of the Seeking Excellence podcast. Great to be with you today, uh, and hope that you're ready to have an awesome week. I'm very excited for this week. We've got some great content prepared for you. I finally feel ready to kind of get back on the horse. Been a lot more active lately with the the torn Achilles and the, the situation, so i um, excited to kind of really get back into podcasting this week. I plan to record myself this week. Um, we've got some great uh, guest hosts and, and other uh, content that we're going to be pushing forward this week as well. So super pumped about that. I hope you enjoyed today's message. It's Father Chase's homily uh, from yesterday, from Sunday, February 21st. And just a great encouragement uh, for using Lent as a discernment tool and just seeing how God is calling us to, to change or move or what direction to go in in our lives. So hope that you'll find it as helpful as I did. God bless. You were never out of the fight. You were created for a time such as this. And you are now preparing to be sent into battle. God is calling you to be his disciple, to be formed in virtue and holiness. He has appointed you as an ambassador of his kingdom. To go and represent him to his people. He's enlisted you as a soldier of Christ to be sent out to fight for the good in this world. You are not made to make excuses. It's time for you to take extreme ownership for your life, for all of your life. It's time to rise up and finally be the man or woman you were created to be. Follow God. lead others and never surrender. It is time to begin seeking excellence. It's a joy to be back with you all. My name is Father Chase. And the reason that I'm here today is because we had a discernment day here with some of the students at the Bradley Newman Center. And one of those things that we did is we just, we try to find tools to hear God's voice, to know what he desires for our life. And not just for our sacred vocations, although that is of imminent importance to us, but for everyday life, how do we discern what God wants us to do? That's a question on the mind of every human heart. That's what, that's what brings us here to mass tonight. That's what brings us together as a, as a faith community. We have a God who speaks. We have a God who reveals himself to us. That's how we know him. That's how we know who he is. He has revealed himself. He wants to communicate something to us. And so our entire lives is a a returning back to God. That's why you're here tonight. There's a returning back to God so that we can hear his voice again today. And I think it's impressive that then in our psalm, we heard these words. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth. Teach me, for you are God my Savior. Couldn't that be the line that we all say? Couldn't that be the prayer that's in all of our hearts? Lord, just make known your ways to me. 
Make known what I should do with my life. Make known what, you, what, what glorifies you the most, what, what gives you the most glory in heaven. How can I live my life in a way that's a gift to you? And if you would make known your ways, I would, I would do it. You know, I was told once the most prolific theme of all of sacred scripture. Do you, if you were to take a guess, what would, what would be the most prolific theme of all of sacred scripture? And I think most people would respond to just off the top of our head if we didn't have much time to think about it, like right now. I think most people would say, love. Right? Isn't that what the scripture is all about? Well, I would submit to you that, that yes, because love was revealed to us through the scriptures in the person of love, and his message is one of love, of drawing us back into himself. I would say that it's the essence, if you will. The substance of scripture is love. Yes, it is. But the most prolific theme is your ways are not my ways. It's replete throughout the Old Testament. And Jesus comes to show humanity how the, our ways have been so different than his and he, what he's trying to draw us back into is his ways, his path, his guidance, his revelation. That's why sometimes it's hard for us to know what God wants because our ways are not his ways and his ways have not been adopted as ours. And so the question is, how do we do that well? How do we know his ways? And you know, I think the Lenten season that we have just embarked on really gives us some great tools. Lent gives us great tools to help us clarify God's ways and what his, his, his desires are for our lives. The ancient Socrates once said, the unexamined life is not worth living. And isn't it true that our church, the very first thing that we do in the Lenten season as our church calls us to repentance, calls us to the confessional, calls us to examine our lives and to say, what are the ways that I've not been living and putting God first in his, in his first commandment, putting him above all things? What am I lacking? Can I consider his ways? Can I examine my life in light of his ways to say, what do I need next? What have I been doing that's not of God? What have I been missing that I should be doing because it is of God? That's basically the, the result of our Lenten plan, should reflect those things. The ways that my ways have not been God's ways, and we try to reform that through our Lenten season. We've examined our lives. And if you want a really good snapshot of God's ways and our ways, remember your last confession or your next one. It's kind of a snapshot of where I'm at. For better or for worse, it's a beautiful time because it's a moment of clarity. I say objectively, these are the ways in which my ways have not been God's ways. And they're the ways that I want to reform. And if I were to look at these things, they would be the first things that I would go about my, my week next week saying, I want to live differently in this way. I want to live according to God's ways. 
It's one of the most substantial things that we can do if we want to live God's life, if we want to do discernment well, if we want to know what he wants. Those convictions of our hearts, those would be, those would be some first things that we would do. Another gift of this Lenten season, if you'll notice in all of our readings, if you've started this past week in our daily readings and even, even tonight, and you'll see it throughout of Lent, there's a, a gravity and an urgency about the gospel message, about God's ways, that sometimes is lost on us. Well, I'll say that the church pulls no punches during the Lenten season. It was struck, I was struck this past week on Thursday. One of our daily readings was from Deuteronomy and it was Moses speaking to the people. When Moses speaks to the people, he says, I'm gonna show you the way to life and the way to death you choose. It's kind of grave, right? It like perked up my ears. Very clearly, the path of death and the path to life And if there's some message about that, I want to hear it. I want to know. I want to make sure that I'm on the right path. I want to live. Not just now for eternity. I want to live. I surely don't want to die. What is that path of life? Tonight, Jesus says, the time of fulfillment is here. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Mind you, this is God come to earth. Can you imagine Jesus in your midst? I mean, I know we look back and we say, yeah, I've heard, that. I've heard that many times. It's routine. No, imagine Jesus right here, right now, today, saying to you, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Believe in the gospel. What is the kingdom of God? It's the kingdom of heaven that's come to earth in the person of Jesus Christ. If this is the time of fulfillment, if it was urgent when he was here, it's urgent now. And so there's an urgency to our lives. There's a gravity. There's a reminder as we sprinkle that ash upon your head. What does that mean? It means that soon we're going to die. And there's a path of life and there's a path of death. And how are we doing on it? Are we examining our life? Here's a practice of discernment for everyone, no matter where we're at in life. Just a practical thing. I like to call it the future hindsight. Does that make any sense? <laughs> We'd like to see in the future hindsight, at least I would. Why? Don't we say that, that, that hindsight is 2020? You hear these country songs about like, let me tell you about what I wish I knew back when I was 17 or 20 or whatever. People write letters to their former self, what I wish I would have known. They give it to their kids. Yeah, that kind of hindsight, that we have so much clarity when we're 30, 40, 50, 70, 80 years old and we say, this is the way to life. What if we were able to see that now? What if we were able to see 10 years in the future and live it now? That's future hindsight. And so in order to do that, here's a, here's a spiritual practice. Jesus says, you are dust and unto dust you shall return. Have you ever imagined seeing Jesus in the judgment at the end of your life, if you imagined your own funeral. I know it sounds a little bit morbid, but it's, it's reality, right? When you're at your own funeral, 
What would you wish that they would say about you? What would you wish that your headstone would just summary of your whole life? What would it say? What would the priest standing here say about your life if he knew you well? What would he say about the way that you lived it? What, what would you want him to say? What, would you give him that reason to say those things? Would you give your family the reason to say the things that they would say? And really, it doesn't matter what they would say, but what would you be proud of at the end of your life, looking back? Would you say a bunch of things that I never really got around to and I wish I would have done that? Or would you say, I'm so glad that 20 years ago, I made a decision about God's ways and the ways that I would live them out. I'm so glad that I decided then. What about when we see Jesus face to face in that judgment, the just judge, as we call him? What would we be proud of? Jesus, let me show you. Let me show you my life. There's nothing that I can hide from you at this moment. Let me just show you. Here's the ways that I understood your ways and I tried my best to follow them. Let me show you around. That's what I want to say to him when I see him in the judgment. I want to look right now into the future as if I were looking in hindsight. And I want to look with that kind of clarity. And I do so with urgency and with gravity, knowing that it's true. And so tonight I invite you, every single person in here, we're called to discernment. We're called to discern God's ways. We're called to ask him to know his paths so that he may lead us and guide us into peace. I ask that during this Lenten season, even tonight and this weekend, we take a moment to examine our lives so that we can see now in future hindsight, live with clarity, understanding the gravity and the urgency for which God has called us to live for his kingdom, which has come. Amen.